Hello and welcome to the 40th episode of the Honesty Pod with me, Beth Cotenton. Here you will find nothing but honesty, whether you like it or not, and things that you need to hear. So the title of this episode is if you don't make time for your wellness, you'll be forced to make time for your illness. And I heard this quote a couple of years ago, and it really resonated with me. And ever since I started coaching, I started to see that this logic is, this logic is definitely, definitely correct. And, you know, I've helped over hundreds of, of um, men and women over the last three years. And many of them have come to me because They've spent so many years neglecting their physical and mental health. However, something that I've realized is that usually at the time, they don't necessarily realize it. And this can be disguised in many different ways. So I thought, why not go through kind of the ways in which I've seen people not kind of taking charge of their health but then also not necessarily realizing that there was something wrong if that makes sense you know um so there's a there's a couple of different ways in which I've seen people have yeah kind of disregarded stuff and um you know it's meant that their physical and or mental health has just you know gone completely out the window and it gets to a point where they get to kind of burnout where you know everything's just feels so overwhelming and they kind of feel like they can't continue as they are and they know that something needs to change and then that's usually when they reach out and uh, realize that actually they've got themselves into a little bit of a hole due to you know whatever kind of situation they've been in. So I'm, as I said, going to go over five different ways in which I've seen people and also, you know, I've experienced this myself as well. I'm, I'm definitely not an exception to the rule. Um, so let's get started and hopefully this will help you um, to ensure that you do not go down this same path or it will maybe realize that actually, you know, you're not taking, you're not, you're not making your health as much of a priority as it should be. So first one that is usually, uh, yeah, one of the ones that people kind of, they do naturally because you want to impress people, but uh, sometimes it can really compromise your, your physical and mental health. So the first one is starting a new job and feeling like you have to give like all of your time all of your effort to being accepted you know this this looks like working through lunch breaks working in the evenings when you're not supposed to be working working at weekends and just kind of like not having any kind of boundaries away from work you know it's almost like you've merged your work and your actual life together to a point where you're just working all the time and you're not taking time out for yourself taking time out to kind of clear your head a little bit, taking time out to manage your stress levels because they're probably going to be ridiculously high during this time. But because you're potentially so consumed by this new job role and just kind of getting the approval of everyone that you work for and with, that sometimes we don't realize it until we're, you know, a couple of months or even a couple of weeks in and we kind of get to this point where we're like, I physically can't keep going like this. <laughs> you know, this is a this is not a sustainable way of life for me. So 
if you or someone you know has started a new job, just ensure that you are respecting yourself and respecting your boundaries. You're taking every single lunch break, regardless of how busy it is, because it's scientifically proven that if we take regular breaks throughout our working day, we are ultimately more productive because we're less likely to procrastinate on maybe fairly easy tasks or we're just less likely to stop and you know have a little chat and a gossip when maybe we're not supposed to in the office so taking your breaks is so so important and also it means that you're respecting yourself and your own mental health as well because there's definitely a massive correlation between clients that do take their lunch breaks and clients that don't and how their mental health is affected. So the clients that usually, you know, come to me and they haven't been taking their their lunch breaks as they should do, usually they're feeling super overwhelmed. Um, They kind of feel like they go, go, go all the time. And, you know, sometimes they're not even really that productive throughout the the week so that they, they then have to kind of like catch up on other bits of work at the weekend. And obviously, you know, this is digging into to your time, to your growth time, and it means that you're working a lot more hours and not necessarily being compensated for it, which is kind of, you know, it kind of defeats the point of working, right? So please really be aware of this and ensure that you are respecting the boundaries that you should be putting in place for yourself to protect yourself okay because a lot of companies a lot of big corporations they will try and squeeze every single piece of energy and enthusiasm out of you um and you really don't want this okay so the next one um which kind of slightly trickles into to the first one um is not enforcing your boundaries with friends and or family members So when we, you know, say if you're a bit of a yes person where you'll say yes to everything, regardless of whether or not you actually want to do it or whether or not you can do it or whether or not that's going to put more strain on you, you are naturally going to be a lot more unhappier, probably a lot more stressed, a lot more anxiety ridden because you are, again, not respecting your own boundaries that you should. Everyone should have boundaries. And yeah. Sometimes when you reinforce your boundary, you might upset some people, you might upset some family members, some friends. However, we have to do this sometimes in order to protect ourselves. Okay, you are the only person that can fully protect yourself. Of course, you can have people close to you that, you know, you rely on for support and comfort. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you are the only person that can protect yourself and protect your own energy. And you should always be ensuring that you're doing this because the moment that you stop is usually the moment that everything just gets too much. And, you know, you kind of go down a little bit of a spiral. And most of us listening have probably been uh, down one before and it's not very nice so we want to avoid that kind of mental turmoil as much as possible so please if your friends are asking you to go out and do something you don't want to or you know your family you know have asked you to do something in particular but it means that it's going to put a lot of stress on you respect your boundaries and just say no you know, you don't have to be an ass about how you're saying no, you can just say it nicely. 
And yeah, as I say, you're probably going to upset people, but that's life. You know, we don't always get what we want. Okay. The third one is feeling like you have to look after certain people in your life. So, you know, within this comes behaviors such as people pleasing, disregarding your own health for others. And again, (laughs) just not enforcing any kind of boundaries with the people that you have close to you and when we constantly feel like we have to people please for people to like us again you're not going to have a good quality of life okay your stress levels are probably going to be higher which means that your blood pressure might be higher which means that you're more likely to be at risk for a stroke for a heart attack for um you know other kind of stuff like that as well okay this you know your health is so much more important than getting people's approval or you know doing something for someone you know that's not me saying that you're not allowed to help anyone ever but you know just pick and choose who you want to help and if it does get in the way of you and your own time that you need then just say no just be like I'm sorry but no, I need to respect my boundaries. I need this time to be able to, you know, communicate with myself, check in to see how I'm feeling, maybe even just to relax if you've had like a stupidly busy week. You know, you don't have to make sure that your time is taken up by things, uh, you know, doing stuff constantly. Because again, that is also you avoiding facing any kind of problems that you may have within yourself. And it's not very often I hear that people can just sit with themselves without any kind of distraction, without without doing something, without fiddling, without listening to music, without watching something, without listening to something. And it's so important to have that alone time and that quiet time and that reflection time to check in with yourself and to see what areas of life maybe you're not that happy with and want to improve on and then creating an action plan in order to do that. Okay. Next up, we've got bad relationships with your other half or, you know, maybe people you've got closest to you. So, you know, toxic behavior, not communicating properly, you know, that might be you, that might be them. But this ultimately is going to affect your definitely mental health but also it can transpire into physical health as well we've got to remember people that stress is not just kind of feeling overwhelmed stress can pop up in so many physical ways for example tension headaches I'm definitely someone that when I'm super stressed I will get the worst tension headaches where I feel like I can't do anything because my body is just screaming at me to stop um some people get like hives or shingles when they're super super stressed which is like a rash on the skin that's super super itchy uh some people completely lose their appetites when they're stressed um i am definitely someone that that you know has that when they're stressed you know stress is not just mental stress shows up in physical ways which means there's something in your life that you need to address or you need to work on in order to reduce it and you know return your body to its natural equilibrium you know where everything is balanced you're feeling good and you know there's not like a heavy burden on you every single day when you wake up and 
you know, with relationships, it's either going to go one of two ways. Either the other person is also going to want to fix maybe their or, or your toxic behavior or, you know, the fact you're not communicating properly and you'll, you know, come up with a plan to resolve and move forward. Or, you know, it might be a case of you're both you're both better off separate, which can be hard, especially if you've been with someone for quite a while. However, as I say, you have to be so selective on who you let closest to you, because that is going to make a massive impact on how well you look after yourself. Okay, you know, as they say, you are a mixture of the five closest people to you. And if one of those people is super, super toxic, you're also potentially going to absorb some of that and display that in your other relationships. And I don't know about you, but that's not something that I want to do. And the last one that I have found is being in a bad relationship with yourself. So you might be potentially going through something where you're blaming yourself a lot. You feel a lot of guilt towards something. Maybe there's some past trauma coming up that you're trying to work through, but kind of don't really know how. When we don't have a great relationship with ourselves, everything becomes so much more difficult. So when we are not looking after ourselves and when we are you know, in this mindset of constantly beating ourselves up and just not allowing ourselves to kind of feel any kind of positive emotion, everything in your life gets harder. You know, just feeding yourself in the morning gets harder. Showering gets harder. Going about your day-to-day tasks get harder. You know, everything gets harder. And when there's an area of your life that you're really not happy with, even if it's a small area, that is going to bleed into the rest of you. It's going to bleed into the rest of your relationships, into, you know, how you look at things, into how you perform at your job. So this is why it's so important to check in with yourself every now and then to ensure that you're all good. And if you're not all good, what you need to do in order to make yourself feel better, you know, and this is also not me saying that we need to feel happy all of the time, because I think this is also a pressure we put on ourselves that, you know, unless we're happy all of the time, we're not really winning at life. And that is an impossibility. We cannot be happy all of the time. It's very normal to have highs and lows, you know, but it's about how high high are those highs and how low are those lows, You know, we want to make sure that it's more of a subtle wave rather than a, you know, exaggerated up and down kind of slide effect, if that makes sense. So all of these factors can manifest itself into completely losing sight of your own health. And when we lose sight of our own health, we cannot show up as the best version of ourselves for other people and for ourselves to ensure that we are you know, hitting the goals that we have for ourselves and that we are creating success and that we are able to look after ourselves properly and, you know, make the money to feed ourselves, home ourselves, clothe ourselves and just function in a way that makes us healthy 
and ensures that we live a good life. So if you feel like you are struggling with any of the factors that I have kind of spoken through in this podcast, then I'd recommend you just to take five minutes, turn off all distractions, don't watch anything, don't listen to anything, don't fiddle with anything, and just allow yourself to think and allow yourself to feel the emotions that you currently are. And then after that, come up with an action plan. How are you going to ensure that the negative emotions that you are feeling or the negative parts of your life that you currently are experiencing slowly get better over time? And what can you do to speed up that process? And if you're someone that's feeling a little bit lost and you kind of don't really know what direction to turn, you feel like you need some accountability, some help, some support, a community that understands, I have created the Body Confidence Coaching Program just for you. And this program, I know this is a big statement, but I stand by it completely. This program is life-changing. If you throw yourself in completely, which will be scary, I'm not going to lie, you will come out the person that you've always dreamed to be, you know, in regards to how you look after yourself, in regards to, you know, uh, bettering your relationships with everyone around you, in regards to just living the life to the fullest and not worrying about every single little thing because that in itself is not healthy behavior. So if you're someone that wants a physical transformation alongside the mental transformation that goes with it to ensure that you can live your the rest of your life exactly how you want to, then drop me a message on Instagram at BethQFitness and we can talk through whether or not the Body Confidence Coaching Program is a good fit for you. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and follow me on Instagram at BethQFitness. And as I said earlier, if you're interested in finding out more about the Body Confidence Coaching Program or you've got any questions about anything at all, please drop me a message on Instagram at BethQFitness and I will see you lovely queens in the next one.